Welcome to another episode of Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton. The farmers are coming to Ottawa to protest Justin Trudeau's refusal to exempt them from the carbon tax. I'll tell you more about it when we come back. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need to resolve to resist. Thanks for watching today. We're going to be talking about how farmers are taking action to take their lives back against Justin Trudeau. And there will be a rally and a protest on Parliament Hill next week. And the farmers are coming to Ottawa Tuesday, November 21st. There's going to be a rally. Anyone wants to get be a part of that, be at the Eternal Flame around 1130. The rally starts at 1, and they'll be marching towards the Senate. Before I say any more, if you like this broadcast, please indicate so. Like this broadcast. Ring the bell. Subscribe. We have to beat the algorithm, and we have to beat Justin Trudeau's censorship. And thanks for supporting us in any way you can. This broadcast is always free. Thanks for watching today. We're going to be talking about a very crucial issue. Because as you know, last week, conservative leader Pierre Polyev directly asked Prime Minister Justin Trudeau whether or not he was prepared to have another carve-out of the carbon tax. He gave it to his friends in Atlantic Canada to prop up his liberal MPs in that part of the country. But Trudeau refused to even answer the question because he doesn't want to help farmers. Let's listen to some of that exchange from last week. So disappointed in the NDP leader's flip-flop on carbon tax for heat, but the good news for the Prime Minister is the NDP leader has flip-flopped on his flip-flop and now supports the Prime Minister's plan to quadruple the tax. This with two million Canadians, a record-smashing number going to a food bank. Will the Prime Minister create another carve-out on the carbon tax for farmers so that Canadians can afford to eat? The Right Honourable Prime Minister. We know, Mr. Speaker, that farmers are always focused on being good stewards of the land, and we are working with them in investing, in supporting them in many different ways to ensure that we can continue to put good quality, affordable food on people's t uh, tables right across the country, and that's what we're going to continue to do, Mr. Speaker. Uh, farmers and, indeed, Canadians from coast to coast to coast know that as we fight climate change, as we put more money in people's pockets uh, every three months with hundreds of dollars with the pollution price uh, uh, return. We're going to continue to step up in building a strong economy for tomorrow, something the Conservatives simply don't understand. The Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Mr. Speaker, the Prime Minister is quadrupling his carbon tax on the farmers who make the food, quadrupling the tax on the truckers who ship the food, therefore quadrupling the tax on all who buy the food. Good news is there is a common-sense Conservative bill that's passed through the House and in the Senate where the Prime Minister's senators are holding it up. Will the Prime Minister once again cave and allow another carve-out on the carbon tax for farmers? Yes or no? The Right Honourable Prime Minister. 
Many people living in rural areas across the country, including many farmers, continue to be stuck heating their homes with home heating oil. Uh, it is dirtier, it is more expensive, uh, and uh, it is something uh, that is expensive to replace. That is why, Mr. Speaker, we are stepping up with measures that are going to deliver heat pumps to families right across the country, the 1.2 <laughs> million households across this country and every part of this country relying on home heating oil so we can help them fight climate change and save money at the same time. That's our plan. The Conservatives have no plan. The Honourable, the Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Our common sense plan is found in Bill C-234, which would give another carve-out to farmers on the carbon tax. And the Prime Minister has claimed that he won't cave again. He says there will be no more carve-outs. We're asking him to keep in mind there are two million people who have to go to the food bank every month because of his policies. Will he put his ego and pride aside and ask his Liberal senators to pass common sense bill C324 to axe the tax and create a carbon tax carve-out for our farmers? You know, you got to say, too, the bill is so simple, it's just 234. Even Trudeau can remember that. He's not very good with numbers, but he can probably remember that much. You notice how he's gasping, too, while he's answering the questions? Sure sign he's not telling the truth. And he's once again telling people, go buy your heat pumps. Yeah, right. That's going to that's gonna help farmers. Let's the right honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, farmers across this country know the costs of climate change. They know the costs of extreme weather events, whether it be floods or fires or more intense storms. Farmers are worried about their future, worried about their kids' future, worried about the country's future. That's why we put forward a plan uh, that is reducing our emissions and growing our economy at the same time while putting more money in Canadians' pockets. The Conservatives have no plan to fight climate change, no plan for the future of the economy, no plan for future generations. We will continue to do what's necessary to support Canadians, including farmers, long into the future. The Honourable Leader of the Opposition. The Prime Minister won't answer a simple question. It's about the common sense Conservative bill to carve out farming from the carbon tax. But I understand why he feels he's in a bind because his environment minister said as long as I am environment minister there will be no more exceptions to carbon pricing. That implies that he would resign if there was another carve out. Will the prime minister sacrifice his crazy carbon tax minister and support our common sense bill to take the tax off? Well, no wonder Giebel, the crazy carbon tax minister, Stephen Giebel, was out lobbying last week and this week, trying to ensure that senators don't vote 
for Bill C-234. Because after the bill went through hell in the handbasket getting amended, it's back to normal and we want the bill to pass. It will exempt farmers from the carbon tax. Gilbo doesn't want that. You remember what Gilbo said recently? This is the kind of guy he is. Supposed to the Conservative Party who want to bring us back to the Stone Age, Mr. Speaker. Yeah, yeah. He, he somehow thinks the conservatives want to bring us back to the Stone Age, even though it's the liberals with the kooky climate change minister who wants to freeze us, shut off the lights, turn off the gas, stop driving cars and live in caves. That, to me, sounds like the Stone Age. So I don't know what he's talking about. And he doesn't either. It's all bloody political rhetoric that is meaningless after a while. Doesn't compute at all. But as I said, Gibo's been up to uh, lots of, let's shall we say, backroom diplomacy, to be kind. He's actually been pressuring senators to vote against this bill. So let's hear a little more from the Environment and Climate Change Minister, who's been very busy for the past week or so, lobbying on behalf of the cabinet, on behalf of the government, with liberal senators. And you'll find out he's not even sure how many senators he's been talking to, but give or take about six. And he clearly has a very, very bad agenda here. Minister Gilbo, if you could uh, explain what you were saying to senators that you've been talking to about Bill C-234 and uh, how many senators you've, you've been speaking to about it. Thank you very much, uh, Mia. Um, a couple of things on 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 that. Um, first uh, and and foremost, uh, people should remember. And if you know, Pierre Pagliev had any sense of, of, of moral decency, he would admit that we've already any sense of moral decency. You're the guy who wants to leave Canadians out in the cold, who thinks Canadians hunger. Canadians' warmth doesn't matter as long as we're fighting climate change, as long as we're upholding your narrow ideological perspective. Don't talk to me about morality. Included 97% of fuels used on farms because at, at the time when we, when we put in place carbon pricing in Canada, uh, the price on pollution, we, we realized that there was no alternatives for for, for these applications. So the price, the price on pollution in the agricultural sector only applies to 3% of, of. Complete fabrication. That's a complete lie. He's a liar for saying it. He, he has no idea where those figures come from. And he's expecting us to just swallow that. And of course, it's all rubbish. It's all nonsense. And if he was so concerned, if he really believed for a minute, that only applied, the carbon tax only applied to 3%. Why is he so concerned about this bill passing? Why does he want to defeat this bill so badly? Obviously, this is a lie. Obviously, he really is concerned about getting this bill stopped because he knows this will exempt farmers from a carbon tax that currently affects 100% of fuels. And he's lying about this. And don't give me this talk about price on pollution. Carbon is not pollution. Your words are pollution. Your office has become pollution. The liberal government has become pollution, but carbon is not 
pollution of fuels that are that are being used at where technologies are alternative technologies are available and and we've um, for in the case of grain drying for example and, and we've provided more than half a billion dollars of funding uh, to support farmers in in that transition number one uh, number two um, it's um, I mean, we're, we're against the creation of a new exemption. We were against Bill C-234 when it was in the House of Commons. We voted against it. Um, yes, yes, you voted against it. All liberal MPs voted against it. Even the Green Party supported it. Even the Bloc Québécois supported it. And it was passed. The bill passed the House of Commons despite your idiocy and despite the lack of compassion and caring by the Liberal government, by Justin Trudeau's government. It passed. Now you want to stop it in the Senate, the unelected Senate. That's your plan. So I have had conversations with, I don't know, maybe half a dozen, give or take, uh, senators uh, in the course of the last... And she takes his glasses off, just rubbing his eyes because he's not telling the truth. He knows how many he's talked to, and it's more than six. My sources tell me it's a lot more than six. Two weeks. Um, but people should remember that since 2015, uh, there are, I mean, there are a handful, but very, you know, only a handful of, of li liberal senators. The, 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 the senators we've nominated as a, as a government since 2015 are independent senators. The only person who... Not exactly. They're voting with the liberals most of the time. Don't call them independent. Tell senators what to do and how to vote. We don't do that. So I've had conversations... That's precisely what you're doing. What does Pierre Polyev have to have to do with telling senators how to vote? You're the one meeting with them. You're the one telling them how to vote. What a hypocrite. With, with some of them to explain our position and, and why we, we don't support that bill. But this is what they've been. They've been conversations. The Senate last week voted down some amendments that I think would have reduced the scope of that that legislation. And now I guess the final thing is is the third vote. What will the government do if that bill passes? You're against further exemptions, but if that bill passes, this would be a new exemption, right? So what would you do if that happens? We'll um, we'll see what the Senate decides, and then we'll we'll need to 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 make our own decision as to how we 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 act uh, once the final decision by by the Senate has been made, which hasn't been the case. Yes. So if the Senate votes to approve this bill, I hope we see the last of you, Stephen Gilbo. You have no business being in cabinet in the first place. All you were is a stuntman for Greenpeace, and Greenpeace was an eco-terrorist group. I used to spike trees in British Columbia. So don't give me this garbage about you'll see. You're going to be gone. You better be gone because you're, you've already said, there's another carve out. It'll be over my dead body. Hey, that's you. You are already saying that you're you're going to be resigning if this bill becomes law, and it should be become law. This is only just you're the you have the gall to call out Pierre Pauly for not having a moral responsibility. You're the one who wants Canadians to freeze. You're the one who wants to shut off the natural gas so we can fight climate change, so we can wean ourselves off fossil fuels. We already know that this carbon tax is completely ineffective in doing any fighting against climate change. We already know it's purely political. It can be carved out. It can be put on pause if the political reasons are there. If you want to get votes in Atlantic Canada, you can 
exempt people from the carbon tax. What about this existential threat? What about the catastrophic end of the world in 10 years because of climate change? I thought your carbon tax was so important to that. Well, apparently not. So this is all a big joke. It's all a big farce. It's all about the liberals being very selective in who gets their exemption. They know most farmers are, in, are not voting liberal, especially those in Western Canada. And this is about sticking it to farmers. That's all this is about. So I encourage you to come out next Tuesday. If you're in Ottawa, there's a rally. One, It, it starts at 1. People will be gathering up, forming up, as we used to say in the military, at 11.30 in front of the Eternal Flame. And there's going to be a news conference. And there might be a very special guest. I can't tell you who that who might be or will be right now. But it's going to be worth your while to be there. And I think we're going to win the day in the Senate because common sense and goodwill will see the day. That's all for now. Thanks for joining me today on Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton, and I'll be back tomorrow with more news. Hi, this is David Creighton from Creighton's Right and Stand on Guard. Join the resistance, resolve to resist. Become a member of this station. I've been practicing journalism in one form or another for over 30 years. I've worked in print, radio, and television for a lot of prestigious publications and media outlets. I was an Armed Forces Public Affairs Officer. I worked in Parliament Hill. I know how Ottawa works, and I know how corrupt federal government can be. But you can play a part in opposing Justin Trudeau's government and Justin Trudeau's plans for Canada. You can become a part of the Creighton's Right Resistance. Now, I urge you today, please support this station in any way you can. Ring that bell, subscribe, because that ensures you're at least going to continue to be able to watch these episodes. You'll beat the algorithm. But more importantly, I need your financial support. I hate to ask, but that's what I'm doing. I made a decision to pursue independent media because I believed it was the best possible route for me to take as a journalist and as a concerned citizen of Canada. So you can become a part of that. And at only $5, you can become a part of that on YouTube, on Substack, and with Buy Me a Coffee, a one-time donation. But I need your support. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. If you've already done that, if you're already supporting the station, thank you. But if you haven't, make that decision today. 